What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Pick Podcast. I am your host, Zachary, and I'm here with my co-host today. What's up, guys? I'm Van. And pretty much breaking news in the NBA happened right when we hit record. Um, obviously, earlier today, uh, the, the uh, who am I saying? Uh, Phoenix Suns center DeAndre Ayton had agreed to a deal with the Indiana Pacers for four years, $133 million. And just about 10, 15 minutes ago, he officially signed the contract, and just as I hit record, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Shams both go ahead and tweet that the Phoenix Suns are going to match the offer for DeAndre Ayton. So it looks like he's going to stay in Phoenix. Uh, what does that mean? Well, uh, they can't trade him until January 15th, so there is no way that he can be involved in a potential uh, trade for Kevin Durant. So that might limit the teams. Maybe Phoenix can get creative with their other guys, but... We know they're not trading Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and now they can't trade DeAndre Ayton. So that makes it very difficult for them to get involved in a potential Kevin Durant trade now of because of having to match the contract DeAndre Ayton, which I completely agree with matching his contract. I think they should have signed him before earlier. I'm not saying he's necessarily worth the max contract, but in the window that you're in, you have to give him the money. You have to, you have to sign him. You're in a championship window. You have to pay your players. So – I completely agree with the idea of keeping him. You can't lose him for nothing. No, I agree. You got to keep him, but that contract is insane for DeAndre Ayton. Like it's just, it's, I, I understand it completely. He's, he's he's not worth it, but the Suns have to sign him to that. You can't just lose him for nothing. I agree. But what is that like thirty four a year around there? Uh, is, well, it could depend how the Pacers uh, how the Pacers kind of uh, structured it because obviously if they would have structured it a certain way probably to try to keep the Suns from matching it. But if it's just, you know, like a normal structure, uh, that is about $33 million a year, which, hey, you got, I mean, he's former first overall pick. I mean, he's a very talented center nonetheless. Oh, um, I, I think but, he's a top 10 center. It's not that. It's just like 40. Like, I, I we watched some games. They're in the playoffs. $33 million a year for DeAndre Ayton seems crazy. But I get it. Like, they got to keep him. They can't lose him for nothing. Makes complete sense. Yeah, maybe championship window. They can't you can't you can't lose that. Yeah, maybe near the trade line, they find a suitor for him. It's gonna be a lot harder because of his contract. And you can't trade him to the Indiana Pacers for a full year now that you've matched the contract. So it's gonna be interesting. I wish we could have talked about how Ian could have potentially looked like on the Pacers. That's kind of something I was hoping that we could talk about five minutes ago, but now there's no reason to talk about it because unless the Suns, for some reason, pull out of the potential matching of the contract because they do have till Saturday. Maybe for some reason they decide that they don't want to match the contract. Um, but it looks like he's headed back to Phoenix. So, but congratulations, Aiden, for getting that bag. Um, and now we can go on to the main topic of today. Short little uh, talk about the other Aiden. But we are going to be talking about the AFC and NFC South divisions today. Last week, we talked about the AFC and NFC West Division, so go ahead and watch that if you guys have not already uh, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And we're going to start off the AFC. We start off the AFC last time. We'll start off the AFC again. And before we get started, I have to ask you, go ahead and give me your AFC South power rankings. All right. These are my AFC South power rankings. One, I'm sticking to the Titans. In a close fight with two of the Colts, I think they got a little better. Number three, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the, the different coaching is definitely going to help Trevor Lawrence. And number four, the Houston Texans. Uh, but I don't think any team's going to be 
bottom three team in the league, un- unlike other people think. They think they're going to be a terrible team. Texans aren't going to be a bad team, and Jaguars aren't going to be a bad team. It's going to be a very competitive division. My AFC South power rankings, I have the Colts at one. I have the Titans at two. I have the Jaguars at three, and the Texans fourth in the AFC South. And, I mean, I don't think it's any surprise that the Colts won. If you guys don't know, I am a Colts fan, but I do truly believe that they are the best team in the division. Um, and talent-wise, I, I, mean, I don't really think it's close in, in that sense, but we'll go ahead and talk about it soon. Um, but do you want to just go and start talking about the Colts first, or you want to go to the Titans first? We can go Colts first. We can do. Your, we can base it off your list. Uh, they obviously the big the big thing is they added Matt Ryan. So, I mean, Matt Ryan's always kind of been just do his job type of player, and instead of like like an I want to say like an Alex Smith type role, but it, it, he throws way more picks than Alex Smith. Matt Ryan is a mistake Matt- maker. It's an upgrade from Wentz, but I, I don't think that's what's put you guys over the hump. You lost Rocky Sin. You picked up Yannick Ngakwe, which I think you won that trade. But I, I I can't see the Titans getting any worse. And by the way, I looked at the AFC South schedules today. Those are fucking ridiculous. Like those things are. You got some. You got some hard ass schedules. So the schedule's a lot easier this year than last year. Is it really? You guys have like the whole uh, NFC West division this year, and you guys got the uh, NFC that's, South. That's last year. We had the NFC West last year. You guys played the. Oh, I'm thinking because we did the. I'm thinking about the. Never mind. I'm thinking about the NFC South because I did those today too. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't think the Colts got that much better. Um, I still do think they're the second best team in the division, and they could definitely be the first, depending on how the Titans play. But I Titans really didn't lose much, and that's why I'm going with Titans still. I don't think much changes. I think it kind of ends how it ended last year. Um, but I basically put. The Colts will end somewhere in between nine and eleven wins. So, depending on they win those close, if they win win or lose those close games, they're going to end up with nine or eleven wins. I think. So, obviously, the big acquisition of the offseason was Matt Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. He was the big time trade. He got rid of Carson Wentz for uh, a future two thirds, uh, one of the thirds, can potentially turn to second round pick. He got Matt Ryan back for a third, which I think is uh, crazy. Yeah. We think value wise, amazing. Um, and I just don't think some people realize how big of an upgrade Matt Ryan is going to be for Carson Wentz. I'm going to go ahead and read you these stats. I saw this earlier on Twitter today. Okay, go ahead. Right? And I'm going to go ahead and read you these stats. Let me just go ahead and pull it up real quick. Um, Just give me one second. I have it right here. All right. So these are just four different stats comparing Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, right? Okay. On target throws from a clean pocket this year. Matt Ryan, right, ninth in the league at 82.7%. Carson Wentz was 30th in the league at 77.1%. On on target throws, on passes that were not screen attempts, Matt Ryan was 7th at 76.5%. Carson Wentz was 31st at 68.8%. On on target throws, when they're under pressure, Matt Ryan was 3rd in the league at 71.7%. And Carson Wentz was 26th at 58.9%. And then... On, on target throws, on passes 15-plus air yards, Matt Ryan was 5th at 63.7%, and Carson Wentz was 16th at 55.8%. Most of those stats, Carson Wentz was at the bottom of the league, all the bottom half of the league, and while well, Matt Ryan was top 10 in all yeah. those stats. And those are just stats, you know, just accuracy stats, which was a huge problem for the Colts last year. The Colts last year, 
uh, were bottom three, I believe, in yards after catch, a year after being top three in the league in yards after catch with Phillip Rivers. And they have most of the same receivers. There was just one difference, though, which was Carson Wentz. The accuracy did not allow a lot of attempt, a lot of opportunities catching the ball after, after, sorry, uh, there wasn't a lot of opportunities getting yards after the catch. And I mean, I just think Matt Ryan's going to make all the difference in the world uh, from Matt Ryan. I, I here's my stance on that: is I, there's no debating Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I am not here to fight that. What I am here to fight is I don't think it's it's a three win difference. I just don't think it is because, yeah, you're pulling up all these stats from last year, but I, I hate hearing that comparison, these comparisons. It's it's a completely different team. It's a completely different scheme. You, you have no idea what's going to go on. And that's why that's why I just kind of stick. It was kind of a weird situation for this division. I kind of just stick to what it was last year. But it's completely unpredictable, and I don't think Matt Ryan uh, makes the biggest impact. And you think about the Colts roster. You guys have the best left guard in the league, no doubt about it. You have a top three or four center. Uh, you guys, who's your starting left tackle? Bernard Raymond? Uh, it's going to be a battle between Raymond and Matt Pryor, probably. Okay, and that's that's blindside protector. Matt Ryan's coming from 10 solid years of Jake Matthews. Don't get me wrong, Jake Matthews isn't a top five tackle. Matt Ryan was the most sick QB in the NFL the past five years. That's my that's that's what I'm saying, and he's going to a worse tackle group over there. It's just there's no debate in that. If you want to base it off stats, they are worst tackle. Braden Smith on the right side. Braden Smith's amazing, but that's not Matt Ryan's blind side. That'd be great for a left-handed quarterback. Braden Smith's amazing, no doubt about it. You have Nelson, you have Kelly, you have Smith. That's one thing I can't hate on you guys for. You guys have great O-line pieces, but you hi, you guys have gaps in the wrong spots. That left tackle is not a spot you want to have a gap at. Trust yeah. me, I know. Yeah, I mean, I don't care too much about blindside stuff. Now, I just feel like that's been a little overblown in the past couple of years. Oh, I don't know um, but, I mean, it's a bit of an unknown, right? Because, I mean, Matt Pryor mm-hmm. played some good good snaps last year when he played. He um, Bernard Raymond, we have to wait and see. He's only played tackle for about two years. He was the tight end originally coming to college. But he's shown big improvements, and he's very athletic um, yeah, coming in. cross player. Um, and... At the same time, one more thing I wanted to say about the Wentz versus Matt Ryan thing was Carson Wentz last year, the Colts had nine wins, which is, you know, won most of their – over half their right. games. Carson Wentz had zero uh, game-winning drives last year. So, basically, anytime the Colts needed the QB to step up to do anything, he just didn't come true. Come through. You could think of back to the Titans game. It was a tie game. They get the ball two-minute drill. He decides at, in the end zone, set, set up, trying to throw at the feet on screen. He tries to extend the play, uh, throws with his left hand, pick six. 100%. Um, Unexcusable. But Matt Ryan makes a lot of mistakes, Zach. Matt Ryan last year had four game-winning drives last year. There's seven wins. Four. I mean, he has the nickname Matty Ice for a reason. Could you pull up, could you pull up those games he had those clutch comebacks? Because um, we have time. I could, I could try to f- find it. But I'm pretty sure one was the Dolphins, and that stat is bullshit because they're blowing us out the whole game. It, it's not game when he drives in the last drive. Um, yeah, okay. Get your team to the four-yard line and yet let Young Wayku kick a bomber. I, I just I hate those types of stats. I always have and I always will. But, but I'm not here cool. to say, but I'm not here to say Matt Ryan is worse than Carson Rents. He is not. You guys upgraded. I told you this when it happened. If you guys would have got Jimmy Garoppolo, that would have been fucking bad. Matt Ryan is the right pick. He fits the Frank Reich offense. And you got Nick Foles as the backup this year, right? 
Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, the one thing is the scheme as well. A big part of what the Colts schemes the past couple years has been running mesh styles and stuff like that. But Carson Wentz was not good at throwing those routes. He's not good at throwing mm-hmm. across the middle of the field. So now the Colts can go back to the schemes that helped them when they had a Phillip Rivers, when they had an Andrew Luck, when the offense was at its peak. The, the Colts' offense last year had the second-best rushing offense in the NFL, but they were 26 in passing yards. Because obviously, sure. I mean, well, your receiving group, your, your receiving group is ass, though. Still hasn't changed. You got Alec Pierce, but you don't know what that is yet. He could be good. He could be bad. Oh, yeah. We got to wait, wait and see how the receiving group is. I mean, it's just a lot of unknown there, right? You got Michael right. Pittman, who's unknown. We have to see if anybody's going to step up. And you might got – I heard you guys might get some little OBJ action, but we ain't going to talk about that. That's all speculation. But I'd love to see that. But Michael Pittman's a good-ass player. You got Alec Pierce, who's a question mark. You just don't know yet. I liked him out of college, but I didn't love him. And then Campbell just can't stay healthy. But – if you think about it, Matt Ryan's had some amazing receivers. And you were talking about it the other day. And when I was going over what we were going to do today on the podcast, it, I, I kind of thought, man, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones did look nice. He, he kind of got this. I'm not saying Michael Pittman's Julio Jones. He's not. But it's the same type of build. Those deep threat up ball guys. So it, it's – I mean, I'm excited for the Colts, actually. But I just don't think they change as much as Colts fans think they will. Although I will say – it's pretty scary, uh, red zone group with John Taylor backfield. You got six four Pittman, six three Alec Pierce. Six, You're gonna talk about all those six seven Riley Cox and six six eight Jelani Woods. Jelani That's gonna Woods. be pretty pretty hard to guard the red zone. But even <laughs> on the defense, uh, they traded like you said, Rakusin for mm-hmm. Yagan Gakwe. Yagan Gakwe has been one of the most consistent pass rushers since he's gotten sure. to the league. He's I think for the sure. only player besides Aaron Donald to have nine plus sacks since he was drafted. Oh, yeah, Yannick, that was a good move for you guys. Like, Rocky Scene got upside, but that's that's a great move for you But guys. then they go ahead and replace Rocky Scene with former defense player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, who, I mean, he, he played good last year for the Panthers. He wasn't at defensive player of the year level, but he's still one of the better corners in the entire NFL. Uh, you put that next to Kenny Moore, who did the last two weeks of the season have a bit of dip in play, but overall was, was amazing throughout the rest of the year. Um, yeah. Isaiah Rogers, someone I'm high on, but we got to wait and see how he looks this year with a bigger role. But I mean, that front seven has a lot of potential. The Colts could not get to the team last year, but Quiddy paying year two next to Yaka Gakwe, the uh, fourth partner, Grover Stewart. That, that, that's got a lot of potential. You're not even mentioning the main man, Darius Leonard, man. You guys got a. Well, I said defensive line. Well, you said, I thought you said front seven, but no. the, you guys got an amazing team. But one thing about the defense is Stephon Gilmore, by the way. That was the best move you guys made this offseason. $10 million for a corner that hasn't proven he's bad yet. That's amazing. So the, the only concern is your safeties. I think – do you guys have Nick Cross starting as of right now? Uh, no. So, well, it, it, dep- it depends. If, it depends if Blackman's out, but uh, they signed uh, Ronnie McLeod. I, I can't pronounce oh, it. Yeah, that's, that's not good, though. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie um, McLeod was he's been, pretty oh, He's been there, but he's. He, I've seen so many plays of this guy just blowing coverages in the Eagles playoff games. But, I mean, it's deep this year, right? It's a lot deeper than last year. Because last year for a lot of the year, Anderson Dejo was starting safety. Yeah, that's a problem. So, it's a much bigger upgrade from there. Yeah, that is, that, that because is, that my, is true. Who, because, who retired? Kari Willis? Yeah, Kari Willis. Um, congrats to him on retirement. Obviously retired at a young age. Uh, I wouldn't have done that because he could have gotten paid. After next year, we see what a free agent uh, from someone. But I mean, he felt the need to retire, and uh, nothing but respect for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, 
I personally, as a Colts fan, I'm excited. Um, I mean, it's a pretty easy schedule this year. Um, and I, I'm just really excited to see the offense with the just, just a functional QB, a QB that can get the ball to where it needs to be. Uh, that's personally just what I'm excited for. For sure. And I think Colts fans should be excited. I mean, if, if you're going into a new season with a brand new quarterback, that's exciting right there. So you have something to look forward to. I just, I just, as a, as a non Colts fan, it's uh, hard for me to see the biggest jump in improvement. Uh, and I don't love the Titans, but I, oh. I'd say that I'd say they're better than the Colts right now. Just by Although the I will say, um, you, you think there's a chance the Colts don't get at least one more win this year? Because you said they see anywhere. Oh, I, I said anywhere from nine to eleven. They had like, nine wins last year. Yeah. So what I was doing with the 50-50 games, basically, just gave you all one, gave the other team one, gave you all one, gave the other team one. So it could be anywhere from nine to eleven, based off what I thought your win record would be. But if it's eleven, uh, the only reason why I had y'all second is because I had the Titans at nine to twelve. So technically, they I think they could have one more win, but it, it's all based off predictions, so it doesn't mean shit. Uh, let's go ahead and start talking about the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, um, they obviously had the not just the best record um, in the AFC South last year, but had the best record in the AFC last year, um, and I mean. Mike Vrabel, I think, has proven himself to be one of the best overall coaches in the NFL. The team last year was very heavily injured, um, and he was still able to find a way to get it done. It was led by the defense, maybe one of, if not the best, defensive lines in football last year. Um, Dude, Isaiah Simmons and Danico Autry are a fucking force. Who'd you say? Danico Autry. Danico Autry. You said Isaiah Simmons. You mean Jeffrey Simmons? Jeffrey Simmons. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, those two guys, and I, well, Danique Gaudry sometimes on the inside, but then you got Bud Dupree and Harold Lancher on the outside. That's just uh, a Not really a good Dupree guy. Huh? Not a Bud Dupree guy. That he's, guy more runs, he's more of a bad contract, though. But, you know, their top 10 league in sacks last year, they were the second best run defense last year. Um, the one concern with the defense, though, is kind of that secondary. They obviously do have Kevin Byard back there, but. Besides that, I mean, they're not the strongest in secondary. They drafted uh, Roger McCreary. Let's see how he is. They have Caleb Farley and Christian Fulton. They've drafted the past couple years. Um, but it's a very young group, a group with potential. Um, but overall, not the strongest secondary yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're very young. I, I, I like Christian Fulton to a, to an extent. Um, but you didn't mention Elijah Molden. I think Michael, he, the nickel. He's nickel, but he's also played safety for them across from Bayard. Uh, he's he's very solid. Every, every time I, the, during the Titans playoff games, I was like, this guy seems to be in on the plays. And that, and I kind of pick up that knack to just see those players that are in on every play. Uh, I think he takes a big jump. As far as the defense, I think Harold Landry was overpaid. I think Bud Dupree was overpaid. That's just my stance. You could nod your head all you want. Bud Dupree, I called it that he was going to be a bust out of that contract. Uh, I think he got injured last year, so that's not fair to say yet that I'm right. But uh, Harold Landry, I think it's the same case this year. He was always decent, and he was like he was decent coming out of college. I don't know how he felt to the second round out of Boston College, but uh, he he's always just been okay, solid, doing his own little thing, like nine, eight, sometimes ten sacks. Last year went crazy, like players do on their contract year. I don't hate on it. That's what they need to do to get that money. I don't hate on it, but I just feel like he got overpaid, and Bud Dupree overpaid. So. I, as far as skill-wise, yeah, I think they're good. The only thing they're missing is inside linebacker. Uh, they lost Rashawn Evans to the Falcons. Didn't Well, they didn't really go for him. 
and Jayon Brown. I, I forgot what team he went to, but he also left. Uh, they have no inside linebacker that I know off the top of my head. Oh, well, their linebackers, they do have Zach Cunningham that they got from Winter Oh, they Texas. do have, yeah, Zach Cunningham. That's right. And he was I, solid. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Zach Cunningham guy. Uh, he's more of a run stuffer than a guy mm-hmm. in pass coverage. They also have David Long at linebacker. Um, David Long. No idea who that is. Oh, out of the Rams? Um, no, I think they drafted David Long. I've, I've never heard of his name. Um, but, I mean, I I think you're crazy saying Harold Landry is um, overpaid. I think he is an uh, amazing edge rusher. Um, and, I mean, Bud Dupree, he, um, he's a good run stuffer. He's not there to rush the passer. He's kind of more of a cleanup guy um, when rushing the passer. But maybe a little higher his contract than I would personally prefer if I was – You don't pay a run stuffer that much. You don't. But their defense took a huge step because of a position like him last year. Because their defense was pretty bad uh, two years ago. This year, they were one of the best defenses in the NFL. They were. I don't think uh, that was because of Bud Dupree, though. Huh? I don't think that was because of Bud Dupree, though. I think he's a big reason for that. No, I disagree. I think the the D tackles are with the big impact. I think Jeffrey Simmons took a big ass step this year. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Simmons proved to be a guy, like a legit guy. And I mean, we kind of knew that coming out of college, he had that potential, but he had the injuries coming out, which is why he even fell that far to the Titans. I think Mm -hmm. he was like the 20, around the 20th pick. I think he was lower than that. He was drafted uh, 19, I think. Yeah, that's what I think. But uh, I mean, he could have maybe been almost definitely top 10 pick if he wasn't hurt coming out. So he's just kind of uh, going, uh, just building into the guy that we knew he could be. Um, and then on offense, though, for the Titans, they obviously lost A.J. Brown. Um, but he was hurt a lot last year. And, I mean, the offense wasn't great last year. Um, but it's not like they haven't uh, been without him before. They uh, traded for Robert Woods. To, oh, they also lost Julio Jones. But they uh, traded for Robert Woods, who I think is going to be ready to begin the season. I don't know if you've heard anything on that, but I believe he'll be ready. He, he's expected to be there week one. Uh, and so is Godwin, but I, I doubt that. He should not be playing week one. That guy should not be rushing that shit. He just got paid. Yeah, and we'll get to the Bucks later. Um, yeah. But they traded for Robert Woods. They mm-hmm. drafted Traylon Burks. Uh, they drafted Kyle Phillips also, who I think you, you like and I know I like. Um, I Phillips. Yeah, they uh, signed Austin Hooper in free agency mm-hmm. to be a tight end. Um, and they're going to get Derrick Henry back. Um, so they did make some additions, although I will say I think losing A.J. Brown is going to be pretty big for them. And, oh, of course, I can't forget they drafted Malik Willis. Don't know if he'll see the field this year, but I think I'd throw that in there. Um, but we did see Ryan Sandhill make a bit of a decline last year. Uh, could you say it's because Derrick Henry was out? Um, and could you say it was because A.J. Brown and Julio Jones missed a lot of time last year? Potentially. Um, I, I think- I, I think – sorry, because I, I don't want to lose my train of thought. I always do that. What you were just touching on is why Tannehill was so bad last year. That O-line just <laughs> – I'm not blaming the O-line. Tannehill was I, – I know Tannehill. He was never great, but he looked especially bad last year. Like that O-line could not protect them. Their their piece that they quote-unquote build around in that O-line was terrible. Taylor Lewan gave up five sacks the first game. Uh, Roger Saffold had a wor- his worst year of his career, who they now cut, and now they have a gap there. Uh, they, I think they had a good young right guard uh, drafted last year, and they're Nate starting. With, yeah, Nate Davis was solid, and I, I have no problem with Ben Jones. But Lawan was shit. That whole left side, left side of the line was just terrible. And I think this year they're finally starting Dylan Redunds at the right tackle. If I'm correct, I believe that's 
uh, Golden Mustay play uh, Petit Freer, who I'm not a fan of, but I'm not either. Out of Ohio State, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. Yeah. But I mean, Derrick Henry back should be big, but I don't think we're going to see the same Derrick Henry once was. It's just the fact that he is getting older and he is coming off a major injury. I do think that if you're the Titans, you need to, you know, lighten his workload a little bit, maybe throw in a little bit of Hilliard, maybe throw in a little bit of Son Haskins, who you just drafted. I think they brought over Trent Cannon also from the Niners. Throw in some other running backs to kind of get the load off his shoulders. Um, and I mean, a good Derrick Henry is going to lead to a good Ryan Tannehill. He's kind of best when he's in the play action game, uh, when he's kind of more of an athletic game manager. That's kind of where he's at his best. Um, Robert Woods, we have to wait and see how he comes back from injury. Obviously, he was uh, he's a great run blocker, uh, but will help Derrick Henry. Um, and he was a great receiver. Uh, new scheme, though, away from Sean McVay. We'll see how he plays. Um, Traylon Burks, I know you were a big Traylon Burks guy. I wasn't as high on him. Um, I haven't, I, I know obviously we've heard stuff about him being like uh, not in shape or uh, having asthma yeah, in training thing. camp. Um, but the one thing I will say about that is even though we've heard those bad stuff, I don't really care about bad stuff as long as I hear some good days. I haven't really heard any of that though from really? Traylon Burks. He, he sat out most of it, I've heard. Yeah, he, I know he's definitely sat out some of it, but um. I have to wait and see how the, the reports we're hearing from training camp. I don't know if he's going to be a big contributor from day one. Maybe he can be in, down the road, but it does worry me somewhat from just, just from rookie minicamp and all that. But obviously we've heard some stuff during rookie minicamp, like Jamar Chase is not a catch football. And we, we saw that. We all, there. we all said that not even oh, the Bengals. Yeah. We all said that, that oh, yeah. preseason games, that man's hands were stones. But he yes. came out, and I, I don't get me wrong. I was still, I wasn't high on Jamar Chase. I didn't think, don't get me wrong. I wasn't thinking he was going to get fourteen hundred yards. But I, I knew he was going to be good. But damn, that good. I don't know oh, yeah. all the training camp stuff. We'll be good. I don't even know Jamar Chase knew he was going to be that good first year in the NFL. <laughs> no but, way um, he did. But yeah, I mean, got to wait to see with Trillon Burks. But um, it is a little concerning when we're at least talking about this season, what they're going to do because they're going to need need him to be good this year. Play week one. Or will play good from the jump, at least. Yeah. Want to get on to the Jaguars? Yeah, we can get on to the Jaguars. Um, obviously, they had the worst record in the NFL last year. Um, drafted Trevon Walker first overall. Um, but they did get rid of their head coach. They no longer have Urban Meyer. And I don't even know what that whole last year their Meyer was. But they brought in Doug Peterson, former uh, NFL Super Bowl champion head coach. And they made some some moves this offseason, uh, I guess we could say. They brought in Christian Kirk to a fairly wealthy contract. Um, no hate on Christian Kirk for getting that contract, but it was quite the contract. I think we could all say. Just go just go watch the TikTok if anybody sees this. Go watch the TikTok. Yeah, make sure you go and follow us on TikTok at the Final Pick Pod. Um but, I mean, at the end of the day, Christian Kirk is a decent receiver, though. He's a quality receiver. He's not worth the, th- what, what was it, third most for receiver. I mean, he was uh, six. signed it. But six, um, six uh, either, yeah. either way, he shouldn't be close to, to, to that number. But he nope. is still a quality receiver that will help the team, nonetheless. Um, they have Marvin Jones. They uh, signed Zay Jones. I'm actually a Zay Jones guy. Um, I kind of thought that he was a bit underrated with base last year. Don't think he's um, – 
going to necessarily break out to a top tier receiver, but I think he saw a guy that would be able to help. Um, they brought back Cam Robinson. Uh, they signed Brandon Scherf to contract. Um, do you remember how much he got paid? He got paid 16.3 a year. 16.3. So they're beefing up the O-line to help out Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and they're going to try to see TM back, who was out all last year. Um, and I believe he's going to be ready uh, for pre I think he's already practicing, right? Yeah, he's ready. ETN's no, e- e- yeah. good and running. And then they also have Robinson. Uh, it, he's going to be out to be in the year, I believe. Yes, he is. And the another dumb signing in Evan Ingram. I mean, it, I guess it's dumb, but at the same point at time, it was a one-year deal, so there's no risk in it. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it's such thing as a dumb one-year deal. Yeah, I don't, that's why I took that. I rescinded that, but uh, I like Dan Arnold, so I don't know why they would have done that, but that's just me. Um, you can always have two tight end sets, but yeah. overall, I mean, I am excited for the offense. I'm excited to see what the offense can be. Trevor Lawrence, I, I, I whatever that season was last year, Trevor Lawrence, I just threw it out the window, right? I Peyton I don't Manning, care. baby. Peyton Manning. I mean, he threw like 30 picks his first year. But um, my, my my point exact. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence though, he showed a lot of flashes, especially the, down the end of the year, like that last game of the year against Colts. He showed a lot of flashes of what he could potentially be. I remember one play um, in that Colts game. He threw a touchdown pass to Marvin Jones, which was just a crazy way, a crazy play to get out of the pocket and a crazy throw at the back of the end zone to Marvin Jones. We see these flashes from him now. Maybe he could be a little bit less reckless with the ball. Maybe I mean, like I said, I threw away last year. There was just so much going on. But, I mean, Marvin Jones is still a decent receiver. Uh, like I said, Christian Kirk is a quality receiver. You do have receivers like Ingram and Arnold and Zay Jones. And then, I mean, Etienne, I've heard he can get some looks in the slot. Um, obviously, they have chemistry from before. Um, James Robinson is a good running back in the NFL. Overall, there's some pieces in the offense. They still need to find a way. I'm not going to say they do it this year to get a true number one receiver on the team. But there's pieces there for him to work with, which I'm just excited to see how he looks this year with a competent head coach. Yeah, um, I, I w- I'm kind of just pissed at the Jaguars. Uh, I really am because you have the probably the best quarterback prospect in the last ten years. Would you say? Um, look, it's not got ten be years there. because Andrew Luck's been last ten years, but uh, I mean Trevor Lawrence was up there. I think Trevor Lawrence was more coveted than Andrew Luck. To be completely honest, oh no, no. better. I think so personally. The, the man didn't even man came in second place with Heisman. Just saying. Listen, don't don't forget. There's multiple teams chanting "suck for luck" and worn out the games. Yeah, and we also had tank for Tua from twenty other teams. Look how that ended up. <laughs> there, there, there wasn't that. Tr- so trust just, me. Listen, Trevor Lawrence is going to be fucking good, and I I don't know how. Uh, I believe his name is Trevor Balky, their GM. I don't know how he goes out there, and he has all this cap room, and the number one pick has all the resources in the world to build around Trevor Lawrence. And you go and get Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Uh, I, I don't hate Zay Jones either, but the role he's going to be in, he's going to be wide receiver four or five. He's going to be a rotation guy. I just don't and, – and Evan Ingram. I don't see – like that's not the pieces you need. You replaced Andrew Norrell with Brandon Scherf, which I'm okay with. That's the only con- contract I'm okay with. But he's more of a run blocker. Like I, I just – I don't – understand what they're doing and then they waste the rest of the money on uh oh how do you pl- pronounce the last name olukun from the falcons that's not a terrible uh, oh yeah, he's gotten better yeah he's gotten better and better every year so i don't hate on that but like they i don't know what that gm is doing 
he shouldn't have a job. I'm being completely honest. Like it, it's, it's, I, I, it, I, it bothers me how much money you had, how many assets you had. And then you reached for a guy uh, in Trayvon Walker who don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be a great player, but it, I mean, it, it's a reach because it, there's Hayden Hutchinson there. I, I just don't like their draft whatsoever. I don't like their, uh, signings whatsoever. I think they had one of the worst off seasons. They they had the worst off season most likely, uh, and I, I don't think they're going to suck. I think Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson are going to click, but that's the only reason this team will win win games, not because of their signings. I think Olu Kuhn makes an impact, but that's it. Like Christian Kirk's going to be solid. I never said Christian Kirk was ass. It's a bad contract, but he's a solid player. But I, I mean, I don't know. In my eyes, Marvin Jones is better than him. So you have Christian Kirk, wide receiver two, $18 million a year. Zay Jones, wide receiver four behind Chenault, most likely, uh, $8 million a year. I, I don't know. I think they completely botched this offseason, and uh, they need some new management. But as far as Peterson and Lawrence go, they'll, they'll, they'll end up third in the division, I think. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk's going to be the wide receiver one. I mean, you pay him that much, he's going to oh, be he wide receiver one. Um, no, he is. I'm just saying. And I, think, I think he probably is at this point little bit better than Marvin Jones. It, it, once he's on that team, I think he'll be a little bit better. Um, and I agree, the front offseason scope. But, I mean, there were some pieces on defense I did like. They brought in Trayvon Walker, who wasn't the best player in this draft, but he's still a good player nonetheless. For sure. Um, they brought in Devin Lloyd, who had some injury concerns, I guess. That's why he fell in the draft. Um, but he's still a great pickup for them. They also liked that they brought in Chad Muma in draft as well. Um, I think that's going to be a very draft. solid linebacker duo. Um, and mm-hmm. like we said, we already they have Fuyasade Olakon. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But yeah, Walker next to Allen, that's going to be a nice uh, D line duo. Uh, they got Malcolm Brown as well. Um, and then they got some nice corners that's just sitting there, right? Oh, they also got uh, Chison. Um, you got Tyson Campbell and you got yeah, they, Sh- Shaquille Griffin. Yep, they also got Darius Williams from the Rams. Um, safeties could use some work. They got Andre Cisco and, um, and Travis Wingard. Um, didn't they get somebody also? Um, um, they signed another safety. Uh, I don't believe so. They could have. I mean, they, they were just throwing money at everybody, so it's very possible. I'm going to check their depth chart real quick. Yeah, um, but, but Wingard's dog shit. That's a special teamer. Like, the safeties are <laughs> – I don't care what you uh, say. Wingard is dog shit. They got Rashawn Jenkins. Who? Rashawn Jenkins from the Chargers. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if they just signed him or not. But Wait, um, he was on the team last year. He might have been on the team last year. That's there. Yeah, he was number two with the Dreads, right? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna check real quick to see. I believe but, he was um, on the team last year. He was he was decent. Um, he was on the team last year, but he did get hurt at the end of the year, like towards the end of the year. Gotcha. But yeah, no, that defense is just uh, decent yeah, corners, decent front seven. I think they drafted well in that department. The linebackers, I love Muma and Lloyd, but safeties are bad. Yeah, I get safeties, probably fix up the interior of that D-line a little bit. But overall, there's pieces everywhere else um, on that defense. I mean, the defense was pretty bad last year. Um, or on, where were they ranked? They were ranked um, 28th in points per game, 20th in yards, and they were last in the NFL with forced turnovers. Um, so force some more turnovers, maybe some of those defense stats look better. Um, they also were worse than offensive points per game last year. So score some more points and the team might be better. Uh, they were the worst team in the NFL for a reason, nonetheless. But yeah, there is potential there. Higher. They are young. 
I'm not the biggest Doug Peterson guy in general, but he's going to be miles ahead of what Urban Meyer brought for the Jaguars last year. Urban Meyer would watch James Robinson, the guy that's basically carried their whole offense the whole year, fumble a ball and would bench him for his college running back in Carlos Hyde for a whole game. Like that, that coaching was so fucked up. The the guy is an idiot. Remember, remember when he went into like week two and he's like, man, every, every player here is like a real, like, like equivalent to a really good college player. What the fuck? Did he just, I heard that. I'm like, did he really say that? That's the reason why they're there. Urban Meyer. They got drafted by the percentage of people getting drafted is very slim. So no shit. Yeah, I, that that was a saga. That was a mess. Yeah, kicking your kicker. How ironic! Like this guy's a. <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't he suing him or something? Uh, yeah, like that? I think Josh Lambeau definitely did something. I I heard about it. I don't know what it is exactly. But I think he is suing him. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. Anyways, um, last Houston Texans and I mean the Texans. I mean, they they just don't have any star power really. I mean, that's the thing with them. I mean, I think they have a – I don't even really want to call it decent roster. But, I mean, they, I feel like there's not any huge weaknesses. They just don't have any star power with them, right? Um, so, I mean, they they have Brandon Cooks there, Larry Tunstall there. Uh, but there really isn't anybody else that you look at and be like, ooh. Actually, I'll say their first round pick, Derek Stingley. But, um, and like Kenyon Green, I think he's very good. I was going to say that could potentially uh, make a Pro Bowl this year. Right, oh, yeah, no, like, like I'm yeah. talking about somewhat star power wise, gotcha. but I mean, Davis Mills, they got a QB. We'll see how he looks. You know, it's probably make a break year for him, second year guy. If he's good this year, then they'll probably win some games, and uh, he'll be there next year. If he isn't good this year, they'll probably be in the CJ Stroud and uh, Bryce Young um, race, right? So, um, yeah, but I, I would I do want to say this though, as far as I think they're rebuilding very well. In uh, the point where they there was three teams that drafted very good last year, and they were one of them. So I think they got Christian Harris, they got John Michi, they got um, Kenyon Green, which I think was a reach, but still a good pick. It was a for sure hit. And then um, who Austin else? Stingley, Jalen Petrie, Stingley. Like they mm-hmm. they did very good in the draft. Um, so as far as and they have shitloads of picks because of uh, Massage Man himself, but they they're building the team right. That's for sure. And they have two first-round picks next year uh, to get one of those four or five first-round quarterbacks projected right now. Um, but I think they're building the right way. They're not going to be good this year, obviously, but I, I think they're definitely building in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, what's it called? Brandon Cooks and John Mechie, I think it's going to be a very solid uh, wide receiver duo in the future. Eagle Collins, we can see how he is. Um, and um, But those two... Um, they're fast guys. Uh, John Mitchell scored number 88. He actually might be a bust now looking at that, but yeah, um, that's ugly as shit. But dude, he's, he's, he's underrated. <laughs> he'll, he'll probably change his number though, nonetheless. But, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I do like John Mechie. I don't know what uh, his situation is looking like. Uh, if he's gonna be playing right off the bat because obviously he did get injured, um, late in the season last year for Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. Offensive line wise, I mean they're decent. They got Tunsil, who's great. Kenyon Green, we gotta wait and see. J- Justin Britt is getting up there in age. Titus Howard has potential, but I feel like I've been saying that for they a while. Signed, they signed AJ Can, I believe. Yep, they did. Um, and then, yeah, I mean talk about Davis Mills. 
Uh, the running back room, they have some some guys there, nothing crazy. Marlon Mack's an intriguing guy. Um, see if maybe he can somehow, if he can get a bulk of the carries, right? Like if he can actually get a true percentage of the carries. Like he did I mean, he could be a decent fantasy guy. Yeah, but I mean, they have Rex Burkhead there. They draft Damian Pierce, who I like. Uh, Royce Freeman's there. They got they got deep room of running backs. Let's see what the what shares. What David Johnson What was that? Where did David Johnson sign? Did he go to the Saints? That's possible. I know. I know he left. I, I didn't even know he was a free agent. I remember seeing on my phone David Johnson signs with one year deal. No, not the Saints. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. Signed somewhere? Are we sure? About he that? definitely signed. I know. I saw a Twitter notification. He's, it wasn't the Houston either. Uh, it says he's a free agent. I swear I saw him sign. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not on the team anymore. That's that's what we're talking about. Uh, I think he yeah. visited a team. I think it's probably what it was. Maybe. But they have Brevin Jordan, who's got some upside to him. Um, yeah, we got to see how he looks. Yeah. Uh, he's raw. So not like raw, like amazing player. Like he's just raw as development. Um mm. But they're 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 kind of just taking guy their guys they got they had last year Christian Kirksey, Rouge Hill, and just trying to make them coach up those young studs. And I, I think they're building in the right direction. They're not competing this year, uh, but I, I think I think uh, I think they're going to be fourth in the division. Sadly, again, <laughs> unless just, Doug Peterson sucks. Yeah, just letting you know you were like a little bit there, but I think you're back. Um, but I mean, defense-wise, I actually kind of like the cornerback room they're building. They drafted Derek Stingley. <laughs> um, they got Stephen Nelson there. They uh, they have Desmond Love King. Him. They have Fabian Moreau. Uh, they got decent little cornerback room going for them. Um, safety-wise, I like Jalen Petre. Eric Murray's decent. Uh, they uh, got Terrence Brooks um, there. Um, so the secondary, they're, they're starting to build some there. The secondary. Uh, D-line's a bit weak. They have um, some guys like Lee Collins there, Jonathan Grenard. Um, I did like the science of Rasheen Green and Mario Addison's decent guy. Jerry Hughes. They signed Jerry Hughes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Thomas Booker that they drafted. They got a Stanford. I like that pick late, late in the draft. Um, but they need some pieces there. There's no one great there. Um, Christian Harris uh, – he filmed the draft compared to where he was supposed to go early on. So I'm not sure if there's any specific reason why. Um, but overall, I mean, they, they, got, they got a lot of depth on the defense. The starting 11 isn't necessarily great. Besides, like I said, I do kind of like what they're starting to build secondary. But they got a lot of depth, not necessarily the best starters, if that makes sense. No, for sure. I get what you mean. But, yeah, no, you, you put them fourth as well, correct? Yeah, I put it fourth. Okay, so yeah, they should, but like, and I don't think they should have fired their coach. That guy was fine. Like, the, he made that team win what five games? Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I, I don't like that they fired the coach. You basically hired him to fire him. It's the way I see it. I mean, the team played pretty competitively for a lot of games, and they, I mean, they just aren't a very talented group. Like, I, like you basically were already planning on firing him once you hired him. It's the way it looks. Unless there was some stuff behind the scenes that the public doesn't know about. Um, and I mean, I like Levy Smith as a defense coordinator. I don't know if he's really be the type of coach. He kind of feels the same way that he's going to get fired sooner than later, just because of his age. Um, but I don't personally see why uh, they fired their previous head coach, whose name's escaping me at the moment. Um, uh, Coley. Yep, Dave Coley. 
Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So what do you want to move to? The, let's go to the NFC South. NFC South, yep. And before we start, you know, I got to ask you, uh, for the NFC South, what is your power rankings? Let's pull out these power rankings. Number one, I have the Buccaneers. Obvious choice. Number two, I have the New Orleans Saints. Uh, uh, I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. Uh, all right, I can hear you now. All right, start from the top again. Uh, what is your power rankings for the NFC South? Number one, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No shock there. Number two, I have this the Saints. Um, no shock there as well. Number three, the new quarterback, Baker Mayfield with the Panthers. Uh, and number four, I have the rebuilding Falcons. Yep, and I mean, I have the complete same list as you. I have the Buccaneers at one, the Saints at two, Panthers at three, and the Falcons at four. So we'll start right at the top, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just two years ago, won the Super Bowl. Um, they're starting QB. Tom Brady decided to retire, but then, oh, wait, what's that? He came back. Um, so they got Tom Brady back as their quarterback, but they don't have his uh, tight end, Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski back. Um, he retired, and he says he's pretty firm on that decision. Yeah, I believe I when I see it. Um, <laughs> but you got Tom Brady there, so you have a chance to win. I mean, the Buccaneers, they win the Super Bowl, like, like they just said, two years ago. Last year, they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions in an overtime game. Um, so they obviously still a very great roster. Um, they did lose some pieces besides Gronk. Um, they lost Antonio Brown on offense as well. They lost Ali Marpet on their offensive line. Um, and, I mean, they're probably going to be without Chris Godwin for the beginning of the year. Um, but they still got a great receiving room. They got Mike Evans still. They signed Russell Gage to be wide receiver. Um, they still got Cameron Braid there. They drafted Kate Auden, who I kind of liked coming out. Um, and then, yeah, see some other guys step up, like Tyler Johnson, maybe Jalen Darden, some guys like that. Yeah, I, I think they stay around what they did last year. Um, I don't think the Marpet thing messes them up quite uh, quite a lot. They got Godeke out of the second round, I believe, maybe third, uh, out of Central Michigan. Uh, he's pretty solid. He's going to start right away at the left guard. They lost Alex Kappa. You didn't talk about that, but they replaced him with Shaq Mason, Shaq Mason. Yep. so they got better. So that's always great. Um, they're pulling cap out of their ass. But it is what it is. Um, and they signed Russell Gage, who's also a very solid slot receiver. He'll probably be playing that wide receiver two role for a good amount of the year. Um, but, yeah, I think they stay the exact same. I don't think anything's changed. Uh, obviously, Marpet hurts, but I, I feel like they have a good surrounding cast on that line where it's not going to make that much of a difference. Um, and on the defensive side, they lost Pierre Paul as of right now. They lost Sue as of right now. Um, they got Akeem Hicks to replace. They got Akeem uh, Hicks. Yep, and I mean, we'll see. And how they got Logan they... Ryan. Yeah, they did get Logan Ryan, didn't they? They um, did. With all that money they have. Did they get Logan Ryan? They did. Look at the touch right now. I don't see him on here. He was supposed to be starting next to Antoine last time I saw they 100% oh, there they is. I see him. They definitely said safety on here. Yeah, that's um, right. Plain safety. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I personally am a fan of Joe Tryon. Um, I think sure. that he's going to have a really good year this year with the bigger role. Um, and they have what maybe the best linebacker could do in the NFL and Devin White and Levante David. 
Um, not the, as talented as Devin White as some people are, but he still is one of the better linebackers in the NFL. Um, and yeah, like you said, they got um, Little Ryan. They also got Keanu Neal from Dallas. Uh, and one of my favorite uh, draft picks was Zion McCullough that they got in the fifth round. Same I'm news. kind of shocked that he fell that far. But I remember uh, telling you, uh, like, early yep. in the draft process, that uh, he was someone that I really loved uh, coming out. And I think he's going to have a chance to play early. I know they got Carlton Davis back, right? I think he was free agent. They resigned him. Or they, re- they, they, they resigned Carlton Davis with all that money they have left over. Yeah, uh, uh, Jamal Dean, they have Sean Murphy Bunting, who's a pretty good nickel. But I think Simon McCollum's going to definitely give them uh, some competition. And I think that he's going to earn some playing time this year. He will. Jamal Dean's dog shit. I think <laughs> I I watched some Zion McCollum film too. He's big, got great size, got great speed for his size. So yeah, I think he gets playing time for sure. And Jamal Dean's uh, struggles to turn his head at times. So uh, and I, you said Joe Tryon. Who's that? Joe Tryon, their edge rusher. You mean uh, oh, Joe Tryon? Shyanko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> no, he's gonna be a stud, dude, and he's gonna replace Pierre Paul perfectly. Like he's gonna be a stud out of Washington, right? He's gonna be. Yeah crazy uh, 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 coming across from Barrett. That team is just scary every year and they sign and get better every year. So all you need to be a good NFL team is Tom Brady. And they have yeah. Todd Bowles as head coach. Now that man is terrible. Yeah. And actually that is something that I did kind of forget uh, uh, top, top of my head, but um, that is going to make a difference. I mean, Todd Bowles uh, ran defense last year and they were one of the best defenses in the NFL last year. Um, just like the offense went the best, but Bruce James will not be there. He's not going to be the play caller. I think he was a play caller last year. I don't think left, which was called the plays last year. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. But at the same time, you have Tom Brady. Tom Brady might have actually been the play caller last year. So don't think that's going to be too big of a deal. But is Todd Bowles going to call on the defense as head coach? I don't know. So it'll be interesting it to see how the defense matter. will perform. It that doesn't is, matter. It'll matter. It'll matter really if he's going to That defense is – like, you You have a Pro Bowl defense. The defense is – it's going to be good no matter what. But I'm exactly. saying it's still going to be a top-10 caliber defense like it has been. With for sure. Because it's going to be more 15th ranked. Yeah, for sure, because of the players. And and this, the Chargers defense is going to be amazing top-10 too, but it's not going to be because of their D.C. It's going to be because they have all-stars all around. It, it's they, – they, I hate coaches getting credit for that. I'm not saying Todd Bowles is a bad DC because he obviously proven he's a good one. He got a head coaching job with the Jets for it, um, and now is a head coach for the Bucks. Arians trusted him enough. It's just I hate seeing these all-star team defenses and then the coaches getting all the praise. The co- coaches do matter a lot. They do and all that. Like the, he's a big reason for a lot of their jumps. Now he's still going to be there. Right, so he's still gonna have a big say in the game plan, all that. So it's still gonna be really good, but he's not gonna be the one who actually makes the play calls. So that could have some type of an effect on the team. Yeah, they're gonna be the, they're gonna be dominant, especially in that weak ass NFC. They they just they shipped every good player from the NFC and shipped them to the AFC. So, yeah, I mean, there's really only what maybe like four competitors, three, four teams that are true competitors, right? Maybe yes. the Bucks, Rams, and I mean, could, could we still even say the Packers? Probably. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe put the Packers in there. I'd maybe put the Cowboys in there. It, but I think Cowboys are a stretch. So I'd put the Cowboys. It, yeah, I don't, there's I don't one other team that I would maybe put up there, and that's only if one player breaks out. 
which would be if Trey Lance breaks out, it could be the Niners. They're coming third in their division, Zach. We ain't gonna talk about that again. All right, let's get into let's get into the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, New Orleans Saints team, I'm very excited to see this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year, their passing game was atrocious, worse than the NFL. I think they had like five different QBs start from that one point um, throughout the season, right? They had what Jameis Winston, probably Taysom Hill played a little bit. I know Ian Book started the game, probably another QB I can't think of the top of my head. Trevor Simeon. Was, I was about to say, was Trevor Simeon on the team last year? Was that Trevor a different Simeon year? was on the team last year. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't the best, but Jameis Winston is back. They signed Ian Dalton, Ian Dalton Andy Dalton um, as a backup, just in case anything happens. Um one question mark with the Saints, though, is Alvin Kamara. He, there's a good chance he gets suspended to begin the year. How many games is it going to be? Because obviously he was basically their only form of offense last year. Um, so how's he going to be this year? Uh, I think I'm marking behind him, though, who is a decent running back at this point, but obviously not running for 1,000 yards anymore. Um, and their seam room went from the worst in the NFL by far last year to, to a decent, yeah, pretty good one, I mean. Michael Thomas, hopefully, is back. He hasn't played in two years. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a decent slot receiver still in the NFL, and I'm a big fan of Chris Olave. I really like Chris Olave coming out. I think he's going to be able to play very good next to Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. And Marcus Callaway is a lot better as a wide receiver four than he is as a wide receiver one. So I think he'll still be decent this year. Yeah, no, they're deep at that wide receiver room. And uh, here's the thing. I just – I, I I don't think the Saints are gonna be bad. It's just like, and I think they're gonna be good because of their defense. But I've just I've never been the Jameis Winston guy. Uh, he doesn't make the right reads. But it, 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 they're a very good, very good team all around. O line, they replaced, they lost Armstead, replaced him with Penning, real quick. So it didn't really hurt them. Uh, they still have top O line. They have Caesar Ruiz at the right guard, left guard. They have uh, Andrews P. Center the McCoy and right tackle the top one of the top right tackles in the league, Ramshack. They're, they're gonna be fine. Uh, Winston has no excuse though to be bad. Like he has a he has a full roster around him. Yeah, and I mean the thing with the Saints last year was their offense was pretty bad. They like I said they had the worst passing offense in the NFL last year uh, because their cube situation was horrid. But their defense was was great, right? Especially mm-hmm. against the run, they've always been one of if not the best run defenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if somebody ran for 400 yards in them last year, but I know they've had like some type of crazy streak of not allowing a 100 yard rusher against them. Um, but their defense was stacked last year, and I mean, I expect it to still be great this year. I mean, they they added Tyron Matthew, they added Marcus May. Um, they obviously they still have Marshawn Lattimore, Chauncey uh, Garner Johnson, um, yeah, Adibo, who I like. Um, their D line's still good. They got Cameron John, Cameron Johnson, and uh, Cameron Jordan. I'm sorry, and Marcus Davenport, and they also have one of the best linebackers in the NFL, Tamario Davis. So, I mean, that defense is absolutely stacked. It's still probably a top ten group in the NFL. If they could just get average offense, that team's going to easily make the playoffs in the NFC. Yeah, no, for sure. They have no reason not to because the NFC is very weak, and that team's very solid all around. It's all. I think this team's all based off of the quarterback play, though. They got everything around it. Receivers, healthy. Linemen, always been good line. Uh, the defense has never been a problem, and it's gotten better this year. So they have no reason not to be a playoff team. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, last year, were they not still in the playoff race until the final they week? They were in the playoff race until the last week, yes. 
Yeah, so I mean, the team won what nine games, probably. Yeah, they were nine and eight last year. Um, and playing most of the year. Yeah, so I mean, the one thing that I have to say is they no longer have Sean Payton as head coach, right? They now have Dennis Allen as head coach. So, how is he going to be? I mean, Sean Payton has been probably what a top five head coach, maybe top three head coach in the NFL mm-hmm. throughout his career. Um, so that's going to be a pretty big loss. I mean, they obviously trusted Dennis Allen enough. He got promoted as defense coordinator, uh, kind of similar to um, how the Buccaneers um, did with uh, Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles, although it was a little bit different situation because that had been, you know, early in the offseason for Saints, late in the offseason for the Buccaneers. But um, it's going to be interesting with the coaching change because, like I said, Sean Payton was an offensive mastermind. So yeah. we'll go ahead and see how the offense does perform without Al Kamara and without Sean Payton. Well, Kamara for half the year, about at least. I, I, I really – I mean, I know he's supposed to get suspended like six games, but uh, I don't think he does, to be completely honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, we can go ahead and move on to the next team. We had the Carolina Panthers okay. um, next. And they got a new QB in town, uh, Baker Mayfield is now the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. And I expect some good things from the offense this year. Uh, we briefly talked about it last week when we kind of talked about the Baker Mayfield trade. Um, but if Baker Mayfield can have any type of resemblance to either rookie year Baker or third year Baker and Christian McCaffrey is healthy, I mean, the Panthers are going to be competing. I'll, I'll say that much. They will be. And I think Baker Mayfield is a big upgrade from Sam Darnold and uh, – PJ oh, yeah. Jackson or PJ, what's his name? Walker, PJ. Walker, PJ Walker, Walker, Philip Walker. Yeah, PJ, PJ Walker. Uh, it's just a big upgrade. And I think Baker Mayfield um, is definitely not going to make him a playoff team. We already talked about Tommy Tremble on the podcast. Uh, Tremble's going to be solid. They get he's got all the weapons. He got Anderson. He's got himself. DJ Moore. Uh, I think Baker's kind of already proven that it doesn't matter how many weapons you put around him. He's not going to make them all look how they have in their prime. Um, but they're definitely going to be a solid team. They're going to be competing in these games. Uh, and they got better on the O-line. They finally have a left tackle. Uh, they have Moten on the right tackle, and they have Equanu now. Uh, I believe that's the only notable pieces on the O-line. I don't think they have guards yet. Could be. Uh, Austin Corbett's been on the team, right? Corbett. No, they just signed Austin Corbett. They, they just signed Corbett. Yeah. yeah. So they got Corbett at the right guard. They lost Paradis. I know that. But they liked somebody better mm-hmm. on the roster. That's why. Yeah, they got Bradley Bozeman as center. No. Bradley Bozeman, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like they should be solid on offense, but I think um I, I just think I don't think they have enough firepower uh per se to take over the Saints and definitely not take over the Bucks. It's I think it's a possibility for the Saints, but I think that Saints defense is too different for the Panthers to be two in the division. That's why I got them three. Yeah, and you know, the one thing with the Panthers is if the offense is decent, right? Because that team turned the ball over a lot last year. Yeah. But and I think that hurt defense because if you look at the defensive stats, right, they were top five in the NFL against the pass. They're actually the second best defense in terms of yards, right? Mm-hmm. But they were 21st in points per game. A lot of that had to do with the offense giving the defense a lot of short fields. And just also the fact that they didn't really force a lot of turnovers, their defense last year. Um, but I mean, the defense has a lot of talent. If the offense can do their part, I think that will help the defense a lot. And I think this defense is the type of defense that probably works better when the team has a lead. 
right? Basically, yeah. you just go ahead. You go ahead and send Brian Burns. You go ahead and send Shaq Thompson. They got Matt Ionitis. Now I think yeah, it's I, 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 I still got pronounced the names. Um, <laughs> I, I can't spell like, his name, but I could pronounce it. Yeah, they got Amari Barno. I kind of like. They obviously have Derek Brown, who they just drafted a few years ago. They got some guys to get after the QB. They got Gross Matos as well. Yeah, beautiful Gross Matos. Um, Thompson, who's just an amazing tackler. They have pieces on defense. I mean, Dante Jackson's kind of a liability at points, but he's he's okay. And J.C. Horn's finally coming back, so that's yeah. going to be fun. We'll, we'll see how C.J. Henderson is. I mean, he, he's been up and down his career so far. Obviously, a great young safety and Jeremy Chin as well. Yep. So they definitely have a lot of pieces. And like I said, I mean, they were second in terms of yardage on defense last year, but it didn't matter uh, because, you know, the they still allowed a lot of points. And yep. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, they who, who did they lose besides, besides Stephon Gilmore? He was there for the second half of the season. I uh, did they you. lose anybody else notable? Um, Did they? I don't believe so. Uh, Terrence Marshall should be breaking out. I don't think they lost anybody. Nah. And I do have to add, because I know somebody uh, that I know that said it, but they also got Shai Smith at wide receiver. So um, shout out to Shai Smith. Um, better hear it because I mentioned him. But, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, they got some pieces. Um, what might be the biggest thing is how good is the team with Matt Rule as head coach, right? This is the type of team that I feel like if they don't perform well, He's and gone. It'll, yeah, not only will Matt Rule be gone, but I think it's going to be a, a coaching gig that will be kind of popular because they will have a lot of pieces. And I think a good head coach can really turn this uh, team around and really get the best out of a lot of these players that do have a lot of potential, but just need someone to come in there and just, you know, just work with them. Yeah, they have a lot of bright spots. Um, they're definitely a team for the future more than for now, but they have a lot of bright spots. And I, I don't think Matt Rule will be coaching that team next year, but whoever is, is definitely going to be excited for that job. Yeah, the one thing is we, we say that, that potential, but a lot of these guys, you know, kind of mm-hmm. almost last year their deals, right? Because like Baker Mayfield, you might say, oh, has potential to make Mayfield, but he's got one year to prove it. Or else they're looking for QB or, or they're putting in Matt Corral or something like that, right? Yeah, Matt Corral's not going to play. Uh, we'll wait and see, right? Yeah. Uh, he we'll shouldn't wait. be, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. All right, and let's get on to this fourth team in the division. We got the Atlanta Falcons. Um, my main point of this team was uh, d- development. You got a bunch of the, the whole line's development, except for Jake Matthews. You got uh, Hennessy at the center. You got left guard Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan from last year. Uh, right guard, you got Lindstrom, who's already proven himself to be pretty yeah, Lindstrom's good. been good. Yeah. And then you have Caleb McGarry, uh, who's also same draft as Lindstrom, who's been eh. But he could prove and progress to be a better player. But the big, the big, uh, the big hit or miss here is Mariota, obviously. Uh, we'll we'll see how he plays. I'm not I'm not a Marcus Mariota hater. I think he has a lot of good parts to his game. He's just not the most accurate quarterback, um, which is not really what the Falcons need exactly at this point because they have Kyle Pitts who doesn't need to go deep to be good, and their their receiving group's bottom three probably. Uh, they have Brian Edwards, I believe they brought in. Uh, Ridley's out for the year, obviously. Drake and London. Drake London, obviously. So and they lost Russell Gage. But they have Zacchaeus as well. They have some pieces there that I, I think Mariota is going to be in his best uh, the best case scenario for him. Um, but it's all based on how he performs um, depending on the wins. And that's such a stupid thing to say, obviously, because it's a quarterback. 
no shit. It has something to do with the wins or losses, but it, it, the defense is very weak. But Mariota's Mariota's going to be the, the the bright spot for this team this year if they are good. They're going to be competing for CJ Stroud or for Fresh Young. I mean, last year, I mean, just going off last year, they had I think the second worst run offense in the NFL. Their defense was pretty atrocious. I mean, they couldn't get pressure. They were last in the league in sacks. Uh, their run defense was horrendous. Their pass defense was decent, uh, but a lot of that had to do with AJ Terrell, sorry, one of the best corners in the NFL. They also brought Casey Hayward, who mm-hmm. I like. Um, so they, they, they have a good uh, cornerback room. Uh, they got Rashawn Evans, who you've talked about before already. Um, but I mean, D Lamp besides great. Jarrett isn't great. They brought Eddie Goldman, who's decent. Yeah, uh, Davidson, who hasn't proved anything yet, and their safeties are very old and weak. They got Richie Grant, but he doesn't look very good and early in his career. But it, yeah, they're they're just they're just a gap team. They're they're rebuilding. You could just tell. Yeah, and I mean, you knew that once they decided to get rid of Matt Ryan. I mean, the team yeah. overperformed last year, in my opinion. They like seven wins. I mean, I consider that overperforming for how good the team is on on paper. Um, and, but I mean, Mariota, he's going to have some receivers to throw to in the pits in London. I like Drake London a lot. I think a lot of people do. But the run game, like I said, he's not going to have any help. The run game, like he, might, he's probably the leader rusher this year, Marcus Mariota. Uh, and, and, and yeah, for sure he probably is. I mean, Patterson's probably going to be the receiving leader as well. So it, the uh, one thing. Nah, Pitts. You, know, you think he gets shut down this year? Well, I know obviously Pitts, but I'm talking about like he's probably going to have more receiving yards than rushing yards. Um, oh, he'll probably get more receiving yards, but um, but at the same time, I will actually say the one thing is I think Desmond Raider is going to play this year because I think at some point the Falcons we have to have attention there and be like, let's see what we got in Raider. Because sure. I don't, I don't hate Mariota, but I don't think he's going to do enough for the Falcons to not be like, hey, let's see what, what this guy's got. I feel you on that, but like the the one thing I was looking up with this team is you got to imagine, and this is kind of off topic, but it's about the Falcons. The Browns got to be pissed because Deshaun Watson was always going to go there until he got thrown $230 million at him. So they were trying to win now. They started signing veterans like Casey Hayward and and more on top of that. But think about those picks. They would have got the eighth pick this year, and they would have got like three first-rounders from the Falcons who aren't a great roster. Instead, they got three first-rounders from the Browns who are a good roster. Like I think the, the Texans really hurt or got hurt on that, but the the well, Falcons weren't weren't ready to give up. They were trying to win. Well, but, there were some people that were going to come. Right, Leonard Fournette said he was going to go to Atlanta. Joe Sanders was going to go to Atlanta. Davion Clowney was going to go to Atlanta. Like they already had some people that were ready to go to Atlanta. Yep. If Watson was assigned there, but I mean, Watson is he going to play this year? Who Casey knows? Hayward but, went there because he thought, thought Deshaun Watson was going to go. Was, was that confirmed? I thought he went there after. He wasn't confirmed, but why would you say that? Because he's on the Falcons now for two years. But his agent's the same agent as Deshaun Watson. Kyle Pitts accidentally tweeted because he heard something, and he was like, "Oh no, that was about Casey Hayward." Shut the. That's his cap. Well, yeah, I mean, AJ Terrell was told that he's going to Houston. Houston. Yeah, he was told he was going to Houston. So I mean, I I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think he's still going to perform at a high level, but you do wonder if that might mess with his mental a little bit. I don't think it will. But you never know. Sometimes with young yeah. young players, you never know. But yeah, they're def- they're def- they're definitely just in rebuild mode, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being nothing in rebuild wrong mode. With that. I mean, you you tried. I mean, obviously you sent Matt Ryan out, so you know you're in rebuild mode. And I mean, let, let, let's face it. I mean, maybe they really like Desmond Ritter. I'm not the biggest Desmond Ritter fan, 
Um, Marcus Marietta, we know, isn't the long-term QB. I, I, I don't believe he is. So trying to be in the C.J. Stroud race, trying to be in the Bryce Young race is perfectly fine. I mean, uh, I don't know if they really have anybody to sell at the trade deadline, but I mean, whoever's going to be. Maybe great job. They just signed an extension, so I doubt that. But um, I mean, but I mean, whoever you bring in at QB is going to have Drake London. They're going to have Kyle Pitts and maybe Cumberthicus. I mean, we'll see if they still trade next offseason. He was close to being an Eagle, I believe. Right? The uh, name. I've I've heard I heard Eagles. I heard Dolphins before the Tyreek Hill thing, and I heard um. No, like they they, they agreed to a trade with a team. I'm oh, sure they agreed to it. I did not hear about that. I'm pretty sure they agreed oh, to a trade with the Eagles. I mean, I think that worked out for them though. Because they ended up getting AJ Brown. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they agreed to a trade. I think it was the Eagles. It might have been the Patriots, but um, they agreed to a trade, and then the Falcons basically backed out because they, they because they, they found that he was going to be suspended. Which I'm just going to quickly throw out: Ridley suspended for a year. Uh, that guy up north, you know, for doing something else that wasn't gambling. I'm just throw that out there. Yeah, that's um, uh, he should not have got suspended 16 games for betting $1,500. Went on games that you know he was really he's not playing, in. but um, that's either here or there. Um, do you have anything else to say about the Falcons? Nah, they're just uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Marcus Mariota, but besides that, they're gonna be a very oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Marcus Mariota. I mean, uh, he's got weapons, uh, I just think he's more of a game manager at this point, right? Um, yeah. He probably would have been better on a team like Pittsburgh, right? A team that's maybe, uh, yeah. I mean, he was he's probably heading to Indy. I'm pretty sure he was heading to Indy unless they were able to get Matt Ryan. Um, I I don't know if they they might have been going after Winston. I know Winston flew to Indy, um, but I think Marietta was the main guy. But um, but nonetheless, I mean, I would have liked to see him in a winning, more winning situation. But it's still a chance for him to go ahead and um, show what he's got. Yeah, I'm just, but, I'm just I'm just excited to watch him play again, man. I I loved watching him come in and play Wildcat for the Raiders. He he just looked fun. He would bring a new uh, pizzazz to it. So I'm but excited. even the one game he played for them, right? He had a pretty good a, showing for them. But he had a great game. He is going back to the team, like back to the head coach that did bench him. Right, Arthur Smith. Yep. Yeah, they, he did bench him. He was on that team. So I mean, e- either, I mean, he must like him if he's willing to bring him back in. So yeah. we'll go ahead and see how he does. But I'm personally – I'm excited for Marriott to see what he's got. Yep. Besides that, they're going to be pretty cockash away. But yeah. we'll see about it. Yep. And I think that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode. Uh, let us know what you guys think uh, about the teams, who's going to be the best team in the AFC South, who's going to be the best team in the NFC South. And if you guys are watching or listening here on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead and comment, like, and subscribe. And if you guys are listening on – Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you go ahead and leave a five-star rating and follow the podcast on there. Any final words? No. Nope. See you guys. Can't wait right. for what are we what are we doing next? North or east? Uh I want to wait to see about certain uh certain news. So we'll just go ahead and do the east next. But right. but you, you guys know if some crazy NBA news happens soon, it's like a Devon from Mitchell or a Kevin Durant trade, you guys will hear from us before that. So we'll catch you guys sometime the next week. All right. All right. See you guys. See ya.